Welcome, world, back again. It is the Country Rap Report. Yours truly, Vic XL. Hold on, what you do, Frank? And this is the Country Rap Report, like we tell you. Now, Country Rap Report, kind of, in case y'all don't know, Country Rap Report breaks down in different segments, okay? We started off giving you guys reviews. And in our video reviews, sometimes we might give you an album review. And then we give you all exclusive interviews, and we give you all the music industry playbook. Okay, so we decided to do something a little different. We decided to basically open up all, all inboxes, instant messengers, whatever, however you guys get at us, and just start taking questions. And we're going to come to you guys periodically. It's not going to be reviews. It's not going to be interviews. It's going to be the MIP, the music industry playbook portion of it. And you had a cool little um, um, abbreviation. What was it? A what? Hey, something, something, I seen you. You said milk? No, no, no. You, I seen you it said something like, hey, something. Um, ask me anything. Oh, ask me anything. That's, we, we, that's the abbreviation over in cryptocurrency. Like, it's it's one of them acronyms that they use over there, so I just borrowed it. Okay. Well, hey, ask me anything, music industry playbook segment of Country Rap Report. Now, I think we're going to give you guys like last year, we gave y'all 120 episodes. I know 120 episodes. I know at least 100 was reviews, video reviews. At least 100, if right. not more. Right. I think this year, we're going to give y'all more interviews and more music industry playbook just to kind of balance it out because I know a lot of you guys have questions. Now, we're going to give you the video reviews. We're going to give you other stuff too, okay? Yes. All right, all right, all right, all right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a few of the questions and I'm going to toss it to you. I have not seen the questions. Heather, I, these, are, these are blind questions for me. I told Heather, don't send me anything. Send them to me. And I am going to give them to you. Okay. And when I give them to you, I'll just answer to the best of your ability, and I will chime in if need be. Okay. Okay. And this is, you know, we're going to get to it. Let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. All right. And you know what? I'm not even everybody out there who sends in questions um, in case you're shy. Because some people not might not want people to know like I didn't know that. So I'm just going to read the questions. And when you watch the episodes, um, hopefully you'll feel good knowing that your question was answered. But I'm never going to tell the person who asked the question okay. because I don't want anyone to feel like like there might be someone who has a question but they're afraid to ask us the question because they're afraid we're going to say their name and they might feel like that's giving away leverage. Because, you know, a lot of times, especially in this game, a lot of people go through thugging their way through, acting like they know shit, and they don't. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess it might depend on how they ask the question. Though. If they ask the question, if it's one of them fresh out the inbox, then – we could probably be discreet with those. But if they answer and then ask the question in the comments, then I don't know if you want to keep that one private because they kept well, it public. Well, they I'm, ask I'm, the question well, if, they, if they ask it, if they inbox us, I'm mm -hmm. not going to say their name. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You know, just because I want the questions to keep coming and some okay. people might feel shame. It's all good. No problem. Okay. All right, so first question of the day, and this is really off the cuff. This is this is as live as it gets from it being a live show because you're hearing them for the first time and I'm reading them in their context for the first time. I glanced at them 
but now I got to read them to you. Okay. Okay. All, All right. right. So got a question for y'all. If you start seeing streaming go up on your Spotify and they open up the marquee promotional service for you, is it worth investing in it for promo? Mm. That can't be the answer. Now, I'm assuming these are people that came from Country Rep Report. So I'm going to no, answer no, that. All the questions are coming from Country Rep Report. Okay, okay. I need to know how I need to answer the Yes, the, every, the every, I will not take questions from any other platforms you have, I have. Okay. Everything okay. is from Country Rep Report, whether it was the IG, whether it was the Facebook group, whatever. It's going to all be from artists interested in the country rap genre because the answers might be different Oh, they are definitely different per right. genre. Okay, so we're going to so. stick this strictly to country rap report. Now, that doesn't mean anybody of any other genre can't watch the show because some of this stuff will apply, but we're going to stick to the basis of the show, country rap. Okay. Well, I'm going to answer that one in twofold. Then. First, if if it's... I'll, I'll answer from the non-country rap perspective first. If they open up their marquee for you and... The, the whole reason they want you to invest or quote unquote put money into that is just so you can start targeting Spotify curated playlists. Um, and those Spotify curated playlists sometimes are highly sought after lists. And the rate to get on those or to get the attention of the curator, sometimes a little bit higher. Um, as, a, some, as someone that is not in country rap and you trying to get on a major radar and add that to an accolade saying I made Spotify's top list and you want to put a little bit of money in that, then yes, you probably would want to invest in that. On the flip side, um, other than our playlist that we have with Country Rep Report that Vic curates, um, I don't know of many playlists dedicated to Country Rap that isn't driven by a label. Um, so if Spotify is opening up for you or opening up that marquee for you, for you to be able to invest or let's say you start getting those emails from a curator saying that they're interested in your project and they would like for you to submit to this or that or them, then if it's free, fine. But most of those curated lists are not free. Um, and most of those submission fees, sometimes they range in about $20 to $25, and some of them are in the $200 to $500 range. Depends on what genre it is. And I don't know if it's to your benefit, and I'm talking to old country rap folks first. Uh, now, I don't know if it's to your benefit to start paying that money right now because there really isn't dedicated media for us. And I don't want you to fall into some sort of hustle that you're getting on this playlist and getting on that playlist and getting on that playlist when none of them matter. Like right now, because we are a quote unquote subgenre that is trying our best to be noticed by everybody, including Spotify, mainly Spotify, um, for you to put money into playlisting would be kind of counterproductive to what we want to do right now. You could use that money somewhere else. You can use it in Google ads. Uh, you can use it for, for YouTube ads for sure. You can use it in Facebook Instagram or Twitter ads that would be targeted specifically for our niche, but I definitely would not spend money over in Spotify yet. When when Spotify recognized country rap as a legitimate genre and added as a subgenre, 
then hell yes. Until then, right now, you just be throwing money over there in their pockets. Okay, can I ask a question off? Absolutely, of that? keep going, keep going. Um, okay, so basically, as a country rap artist, you wouldn't recommend it, basically. Absolutely. When not. it comes to spending money. Not on Spotify or any DSP, no. Okay, now, as a country rap artist, would you recommend artists find people who curate country rap playlists and try to submit? Um, again, like I said, I mean, it's, just, it's not hard if you, I, I'm gonna be honest, and I, and maybe there's something we should say on the show. Mm-hmm. If you go to Spotify and type in country rap playlist, playlists will come up. Right. And you can contact those curators via that, but some of those playlists are created by labels mm-hmm. and you're not going to get on that playlist, you know, and for some of those, most of those players are created by the artists. Mm-hmm. You're definitely not getting on that playlist. So after you dwindle out all of that, then are the other playlists relevant? You know, ours is unbiased and we created ours just because of our the show. You know, so everything that you see on the show is in our playlist and some because some people don't have videos. And whenever Vic finds their music, he'll throw it on the playlist. And like ours is unbiased and true. Ours also is full. I'm talking about it. It's, it's we got all the last year's music. And whenever whenever Vic finds any new music, it's going on there. So I don't know if ours is even the opportunity that you are seeking. I, I, and, and I'm saying that to say that Spotify isn't your avenue that you should be targeting. The other ones that I mentioned, YouTube um, with Google ads, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with, with specific target marketing uh, techniques that they use and with that database that they have, use those first. You know, don't use use the DSPs last. And I'm going way, way, way last. And that is basically because they don't recognize us as being a real genre. Once they recognize us as, a, as being a real genre and we're working on that, then I'm going to switch all of this around and say, yes, go back to that. Because at that point, you will have Spotify curated, curated playlists by someone over there who has a country rap ear that is making a playlist for everybody in the genre that wants to listen to specific, you know, country raps music that it would all be on that playlist. Now, this this is like... The Spotify playlists are the it thing to get on, but I don't see very many Spotify people reaching out to country rap people to go on a country or a hip hop curated list until they create one that is specifically for us, which is country rap. Then no, I would stay away from those. All right. So would you recommend um, a country rap artist being on something like uh, lyrical lemonade. Or, Absolutely not. Or no. um, what's the big one? Lyr- oh, I, I, it, lyrical lemonade ain't cheap to get on either. So I, w- I w- and that's just for the submission. Ain't no guarantee that you're gonna get on today. That, that's a bigger one. That's a bigger one. Oh man, my my um, rap caviar. That is the top one. No, no. It, getting on it. I mean, to get on it, if you want it, this is this this we've seen this big. This is the world star days. This is, um, I'm going to pay to get on this just so I can say that I was on that. And I mean, I'm going to use that as a, a bullet point uh, to go on my resume to say that, hey, I was on that. Even though I paid to get on it, it still, it was an accomplishment that you were on it. You know, then, and when Worldstar first came out, like it was the thing to do. 
or when you had um, my mixtapes or what's the what's the other mixtapes that like piff? that that yeah that piff and live mixtapes when you 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 would pay to take over the site or you would pay to get on the big tube on YouTube and it cost you about ten grand or you get on the little ones it was cost you about seven fifty you know now those prices are probably in half or a portion of that like that is that effect all over again just so you can say that I made it on that space um and you can brag about it we don't we don't I don't, we're not there yet over here with that um and hopefully we don't get to that point I don't know if I don't want to shun anyway shun anybody or you know bust anybody's bubble but getting on those sites or getting on anything that you have to pay to get on uh just so you can use as a resume bullet point isn't the move over here like we're over here there's there's a whole lot of authenticity um and on top of that there's a whole lot less media to be able to uh to make you authentic so we're one of the few media outlets that is authentic there needs to be about five to ten more before we can start saying that we are even legitimized as a subgenre, because now you have these other options to where, oh, not only do you have Country Rap Report, but you got um, you got them boys over there that do these video reviews and they put it on their website and it's, you know, blah, blah, blah. You got multiple options, not just us. And I'm not saying that just to talk shit about us, but there's very few people out there like us. Like if anybody else know of any other country rap media that is out there, I would like for you to send me the link because I want like I would like to check them out because now we're able to add to that list of the needs that we need as a subgenre to be able to legitimize us as a subgenre so we can go and continue to repeat the same processes that are over in hip hop. Right now it's just us. We don't and we can't we we're trying to do it all but we can't do it all. You know, even if we wanted to do all of those things that we talked about doing we can't do it all in a free space because this is where we are right now. We're having to pay for everything. And eventually it's going to come to where we're going to have to start charging for services to get stuff done. And I I'm trying not to be that person. I don't want to be that guy. I don't, we don't need a world star, but we do need a website that has all of the videos out there where it's, you know, compiled and this is where it is. I thought I saw some sites out there like that, but they're, they're all gone. Uh, last I checked at the beginning of 2022. Um, I don't I don't know. I, don't, I I do know that the DSPs do need to get on board with the genre and solidify it. And that will help to elevate and escalate our whole process. You know, now the whole genre is moving fast. I think when the DSPs do get aboard, you're going to have a lot of those people now coming over because they're going to put the price tag on. Agree, but I'm, I'm not mad at the price tag. That's, that's the thing. Now, some of that stuff is... We in, in hip hop, we call it a rite of passage. You know, you you for you to get to a certain level, you had to pay. You got to pay to play. You know, certain shit you got to do over in hip hop just to get to certain levels. You got to do open mics. There that, that ain't no ain't no way around that. You got to do them just so you can get your name out there and get a buzz and start getting your feet wet. And hell, you need them just for practicing. But then you got to do the showcases. And then once you start doing the showcases, then you got to do the other pay to play stuff. So you got to pay to open up for whoever. Like this is stuff that happens in hip hop that needs to happen for artists. I don't know if all of that needs to be replicated over in country rap, but we do need to have certain levels of um, 
authenticating these guys as artists. And I, and I don't know if all of them can be free. Some of those are going to have to be, I got to pay to do this. I got to pay to do that. Like right now, we're trying to give as much free as possible so you can get in the game and elbow your room in and make sure that you hold that room. Um, I, I just don't know what that looks like in the future for us. Okay. And I know that was a very long answer and it went from here to there, but all of that is relative. But the, for the person who asked the question, if you're watching, uh, at this current time for the genre of country rap, the answer would be no. No, correct. It's not a good investment. Now, if you choose, you choose to do it. But understand the rewards. That money might be better suited for shooting another video or right. just other things at this point when it comes to getting your music heard. Here's the thing over here with us. There's some people over here that are over here with us that still want to be seen by them. And if they if it's in their gut. If it's in their spirit that I still want to be seen by those folks over there, then they will probably go ahead and do it anyway. And yeah. I don't even know who this came from, but there's, whoever, there's, quite a, there's probably 10 people at the top of my head right now that I know still want to be seen by them. I would, until you be like, you know what, fuck them. I'm going to do me over here because I know this core base over here accepts me for who I am. Um, they respect the music that I make and I ain't got to be fake. Over there in core hip hop, there's certain fakeness that you have to put on for you to be accepted, uh, especially for most of the folks over here that look like the people that's in country rap. And the moment you sound like a country rapper, then your authentic authenticity over here in core rap is a little bit invalid because they still don't respect it. They still don't respect this genre as being a valid contribution to hip hop. You know, so you are fighting an uphill battle over here. Leave them alone. Focus over here because these people over here know exactly what you sound like and what you should sound like for you to be valid. And you ain't got to be fake. You can just be you. And you being you is what you need to be doing in the first place because now you ain't got to create this facade for the industry and the facades cost more money. And now you not on top of that, that Spotify budget you got to get, you got to create a whole nother budget just for the fakeness when you, you shouldn't have to do all that. Just stay pure where you are over in country rap. Okay, look. I got another one, and this is a really, really good one. Okay. Really, I think this now I thought that one was a good one, but I think this is a good one that artists of all genres add. So this answer will probably apply to the music industry, period, not just country rap. Okay. All right. How should an independent artist price themselves for shows and features? Oh. How do you know? What your work is worth in the beginning stages. Can, um, I, can, can I start on that one? Yes, yeah. You <laughs> did more shows than I did. Um, <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to say this. Generally, um, and, and unfortunately for me, from a managerial standpoint, it came from having a radio record. So my pricing for a person who doesn't have that fanfare as opposed to a radio record, it's different. Okay, yeah, but, but it's all relative. Okay, I see where you're coming from. But yeah, you're okay. right. You're right. Oh, you're so right. I'm gonna say this: my very first paid show as a manager, um, I had dropped a mixtape on them, and 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 mind you, these were years ago, so these prices should change. Hopefully, they will change. But I was the very first paid show I was offered was in my hometown. I had a group. 
and they offered us $500 to come perform in our hometown. Okay. Uh, basically, that wasn't what I wanted <clears throat> because the group was like a, it was like Wu-Tang, so it was nine members. Okay. And I really wanted a thousand. That way I could give everyone a hundred bucks. Okay. But I was relocated to give everyone $50. I know that sounds like nothing, but it was a start. Um, basically, I'm going to be very, very honest. And this is how I always gauge my pricing from a managerial standpoint. Okay. You're, the offer is your price if you're not getting paid shows. So if, no, someone, I agree. Call, if I agree. someone calls you and say, hey, Spank, I will give you $100 to come host my open mic. And you've never been paid to host an open mic. And you say yes. Your asking price at that point is $100. Agreed. That's your floor. That's yes. your floor. So yes. if you've never been giving a paid show, never, and you're not getting constant phone calls, you'll know when it's coming. You'll know when it's coming. Because you're going to first get called to come perform for free. No, well, they'll first and be like, how much you charge? Yes. Yeah, that, that'll be the first question. And now, then, then after that, you'll be like, I'm not sure yet. I haven't done any shows yet. Mm, mistake number one. Yeah, do not say that. <laughs> do not say that. Um, right, right. So say for instance, you get that phone call. Right. And you've never done a show. And you, number one, if you haven't done any shows and you know you need to get in front of these people, and maybe this answer might not be sufficient, but a lot no, no, of this real, this real. Ain't no, don't pull back. Give it all of it. A lot of times, it's about getting your face seen. Yes. Okay. Now, so for me, if someone calls and hey, how can we get um, Big XL to come perform this, do this show? Right. Um, I'm gonna ask them. Um, <clears throat> what is your what is your but your artist budget? I'm gonna. Throw it out there because I, I don't I want to make them feel like I know what I'm talking about. I'm like, what is your um artist budget? They're gonna probably come back and be like, man, I ain't really sure. Okay, so okay. for me, now I gotta factor in how far am I going? I've never done a show, so I really want to do this show, and I really will do this show probably for free because I need the exposure. Because all the YouTube videos is great, but having the opportunity to be out, touch hands, and sell merch—that's priceless. Well, well, let me. Can I? Can I interject on what you're saying? Yes, because no you, you coming. You coming from a managerial perspective. Um, ain't no free. First of all, um, the, at, at, at bare minimum, they need to cover costs. So, with the, you, you said there was a second thing that you you asked. That needs to be the first. The first thing you need to ask is, okay, where's the show? Yes. So you need to you need to budget out from where you are to where the show is, what that cost of getting from A to B is. That is your base. Hold on. And, and not just the cost of getting A to B. Right. And, Do you and, have to spend the night? Yeah, and then yeah, well, lodging is, is separate. Let's, let's let's get there first. Hold on. First, you got to do from A to B, and then you got to do the return trip home, so B to A. So this is your base from wherever you are. And this is all you independent artists out there. This is something that you need to be doing. That's the first question you ask. Don't, don't, I'm, and I'm, I'm not. Don't even ask that. Just know it. 
Well, if they if they call him and say, hey, I got a show in Buttfuck, Texas, you know, and we want to see if you can come down for the weekend, you know, what's your rate? You know now from where you are to, to Buttfuck, Texas, it's going to cost you $750 to get there and back based off of travel. In the travel for $750, we're just saying that is you renting a car and gas. That's it. That's your that's your moving first. We ain't even talking about room and board and food. At the minimum, it's seven fifty just based off of the moving part. So that we starting there. So you need your your immediate reply needs to be, or once you figure it up real quick, well, it cost me such and such. It cost me about seven hundred fifty dollars to get to you and back. So we need to start there. And then now the conversation has started of y'all negotiating. This is the big part of it negotiating what the, the overall all-in rate is going to be. So now, first you get your travel because you don't want to come out of pocket for that because a lot of times your travel is your big ex- biggest expense. You know, So once you figure out travel, just for moving parts, next you got to multiply that travel because sometimes the band, if you got a band, can't travel in the same car. So now you just multiply the times two because the rest of y'all in, the, in another car and you in the main car, so that seven fifty now just turned into fifteen hundred, just for the moving parts. You know, <clears throat> the moving parts cannot be negotiated. Whatever the travel is, the travel is. You can't. Ain't no budget on that. Now you can budget on your fee. Uh, you can budget on the food sometimes. You can even budget on the lodging. You know, you ain't got to stay in in the Hilton. You know, five star. You can stay in the three star Hilton if they got them. The, they call them something else. But you know, instead of you staying at the Red Roof Inn, you staying at the Shade Tree Inn. You know, did you play around with that money right, right there? But you can't. You cannot budge on travel. So whatever travel is, that is your base, and now you add on top of that. Now I ain't gonna cut you off. We can keep. Going. No, no, those are good points. Um, <clears throat> but the bottom line is that first price. That's your price. Moving yes. forward, try not to come under that price ever again. Well, we still don't know what that price is. We need to we need to touch on that. Oh, right, let's, 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 let's base it on you have an artist in Macon, Georgia. Right. I'm calling you. I'm in Clayton County. Okay. I want your artist. Your artist is, is you know, they just dropped a video and the video has been out 30 days and they got 30,000 views. Okay. Um, I want you to come from Macon to Clayton County, which is about how many miles? Maybe this will help about, person. about 60 to 90, no more than 90, but it's about an hour and a half drive. Okay. I want you to travel 90 miles to come rock my show. You're not the headliner. I'm not the headliner. You're not I'm, the headliner. Okay. All I need is gas. Um, so at a minimum at 50 to $75 for that. I would probably round it up to 100. 100. Yeah, yeah. You're at $100 just to get there. At a bare minimum. Now, now it comes to negotiating on what my fee would be. <clears throat> this is where artists get greedy. They think that their base fee needs to be X dollars, regardless of whatever notoriety that they're getting. The, your issue is, um, and this is some some hip hop talk, but I'm trying to keep it relative to country rap report. Don't overprice yourself. Um, you can throw out, you, you'll throw out a number and immediately they're like, nah, I'm good. I appreciate it. Thanks. Click, you know, and, or, or and then the conversation's over with. Ain't no negotiating 
you and Rick asked you to ask them what their budget is. You also need to ask, what is the capacity of the building? And you need to be real with yourself because if you finna say you think you should get a thousand dollars and you you know what the capacity is, and you also need to ask them how much they're gonna be charging per ticket or at the door. If you think, and this is me trying to do all this math in my head, if it's only a hundred people in the building. At five dollars, at ten dollars a piece, you know, that's a thousand dollars. You can't get you, you can't you can't charge a thousand dollars, fam. This is this it's not relative to what they're going to make. You know, now th- th- if this is the club or or if it's a promoter, whoever is calling, doesn't matter. You can't overprice yourself, but you also need to be able to make some money off of it. So what you don't need to do is throw out say, hey, you know, you making a thousand dollars. Um, how are you gonna make some money? You know, stay out their pockets. Don't worry about their pockets because you need to worry about what's going in your pocket because you need to make sure that you're gonna eat too. What you what would be smart is say, you know, if if I'm not the headliner. What's your budget? What you plan on paying me? Like, you know, because it only take me about an hour, hour and a half to get up there, you know, and I can bring my people from here up there, and, you know, have a little fan base. So what, what makes sense for you to pay me to come up there, you know, and then with the conversation would start right there. Now, let me tell you something that's very, very important. <clears throat> Once you get this phone call, because you can cap off of this. All right. Let me tell you some things. Don't ask. Yes. Do not ask for any of the bar. Oh, yeah, that was that's an immediate no. You're not get, so don't even ask. That might never get you a phone call again. They might tell their friends that this fool gonna ask you for some of the bar. Well, they, they, don't, they don't know, they don't know, they might not know what that is. Let's let's explain that to them. Okay, the There's, bar <laughs> is don't think you're gonna get any money made off of that alcohol sale. Yes, yes, because especially if it's a hundred capacity venue they know a majority of their money is coming from their alcohol sales yes because like i've done shows and charged five bucks and got ten dollar beers all i need to do is pack them in once i pack them in they're going to drink so right right sometimes as a promoter you know the majority of your money i've done free shows and sold alcohol because the more people you get there, the more they're going to drink. The longer they stay, the more they're going to drink. And that's how I make my money. Don't ask for any other bar. Now, let <clears> me that, those, are, those are the ways that, that they, again, we got to break it down because they might not know all this stuff. There, there's multiple ways that they make money at that show. First is at the door. And second is at the bar. And the third might be the kitchen if they got cooking food in the back. So there's three ways that this venue is making money. You are a advertising and marketing. What's the fourth way? Um, they, they, VIP, 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 yeah, yeah. VIP. Yeah. Uh, or in the fifth way, they tricking in the back. You know, them the special club. Um, for those for those folks that's that's trying to do this, uh, and this is probably some promoters that's watching this that might be looking for some tidbits or whatever. Um, you gotta. How can I say this and not be offensive? Don't think that you're going to get any of the one, two, three, or four. You know, you might get a piece of the door if you negotiate it. But you are, and this is why why they're calling you. You are an advertising and marketing tool for them to get asses in the seats or bodies in the building to sell alcohol 
while they're there or buy these plates while they're there. So you are somebody that is going to say, hey, I got MCD's nuts coming on Thursday. You know, and people are like, oh, man, I've been waiting to see these nuts. You know, so they flocking to come pay for them tickets, you know, and they packing the building out. You are the advertising and marketing tool for that venue. So now they are trying. To, and the only reason they're calling because they know you're hot. So you have a, an advantage immediately because they're calling you. So don't short shortchange yourself, but also don't overprice yourself. Because you got to think like, oh, I can hit them over the head. Be like, I want 10 racks. You know, you ain't did two shows, fam. You don't deserve 10 racks. There's very few people over here in this genre deserve 10 racks. Your, your price is based off of your demand. And that is true across any genre. If your demand is high, your price is going to go up, up, up. But it needs to go up in a staggering tiered uh, and a relative way. It don't start high. You don't start in a $20,000 rack, you know, based, based off of everybody calling you. No, that, that you still independent and inexperienced until you can get them shows under your belt. And these people know that you're inexperienced because they are Googling and searching uh, on YouTube for your live performances and they aren't there. So they know that you're still a little green, but also they know that there's a demand, which is why they're calling. So you start in a relative, okay, I'm thinking, who are the other, and this is the other way that you can do it. Who are the comparable artists in my genre that, and how much are they making? And now if these people, and, I, and, and who can we use as, I'll use um, West 10 as, as an example. <clears throat> and I don't think they'll be offended if I, if I use them as an example. If West 10 is getting calls right now and they're getting calls back to back to back and the other comparable acts will be the Sticks, uh, the Lax will be at the top of that list. Um, Northwood Outlaws, um, low class lingo, low class lingos. They, those will be in the relative. Uh, New Breed and Jesse Howard, they'll be right there. They'll be all in that same conversation because they're all groups. West 10 would probably, you know, and, and if they had this show that we're talking about, they don't have a live band, but they need to go from Macon to Clayton County, which is an hour and a half, uh, just to do the performance. Then they would probably start in a $500 range. Um, and that $500 would, inc that was, that's your all in rate. And all in is, is all of the other expenses that you ain't got to worry about. This is the number. Um, this We'll worry about all of our other expenses. You just pay us 500. I might even put them in a 750 range, to be honest, just because of the travel. And I don't want them to have to eat that. So 750 is a comfortable number <clears throat> until they start getting more shows and more shows. And you start, once you start getting three to four shows a month, then you can start adding on. And then you, you, and that compiles, you know, month one, you got four shows. Month two, you got five to six shows and you did all of them at a 750 rate. Now you're at a thousand month two going into month three because the demand is still there and they're still calling you for shows. So, and that's still your all in number. That's the, you're, you are paying for all of your expenses so they don't have to pay for it. And y'all have to sit down and do all this rate sheet stuff that you have to do uh, room and board. You have to do food. You have to do gas. Um, have a writer. Travel. Have a writer. <clears throat> Absolutely. That, that was my next piece. The, your writer and everybody in this genre need to be doing that immediately. You need to have a writer <clears throat> now. And for those who Absolutely. don't know, a writer is that little man, someone who's going with you. 
No. I, I write oh, and it ain't a, a writer like, you know, somebody that wrote your rhymes. No, no. It's, it's the things that you need to be comfortable once you're in that space. Yes. yes. Whether it's green M&Ms, whether it's gold dip. Um, <laughs> right, right. Um, you know, whether it's Sprite Zero. Right. Know these things in advance because your comfort is very, very important. And those are the things that need to be in place. But let me tell you something very, very important because we're going to run out of time and I want to get a third one in. This is very, very important. And I don't want anyone to make this mistake. I don't give a damn what they tell you. It's half up front. Oh, for sure. The, the day that you sign it. Up <laughs> yes. front. Yes, sir. And that is non-refundable. Non-refundable. And you must have it at least seven days prior to the date. At, at, a, at a bare minimum. Yes. yes. Because what they're doing is potentially making you lose money. Say, for instance, they want you next Friday. That means you put it on your calendar and someone else is calling about next Friday. You're going to tell them no. But if they don't have your money in seven days, you can pick up the phone and call them and be like, hey, um, I know you asked me about next Friday. I know it's seven days out. Um, if you're still interested, maybe you drop your price, but you might can get that date. Right. But you got to at least seven days out. I used to do 10 days out, but I have done seven. But I've, least- done, I've, I've done, I don't even, I, I'm a minimum 30. And that's just because of the level of talent. Well, I think it depends right on the size of the artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it's a headliner, if you're the headliner, shit, they can do 30. Yeah. They can do 30 if, if you're the headliner because they want you. But right now, all artists watching this show, in your mind, know what you want. If you want Patron, if you, whatever it is, have a prepared writer that you send them back as you're negotiating. Because there might be things on that writer they don't, they don't want to do. But you don't want to get it missing screw. Get all your bases covered before you move forward. And the, the, the writers, some of the pieces in the writers um, negotiable. Though. Yeah. You know, because um, I've had writers where somebody asked me to go get with get them weed. You know, and I and it was like a nah, fam. You know, that's that's a hard pass on the cannabis. But I can do the rest of it. You know, if you want you want all red M and M's, I will be gladly to pick out the rest of them and leave the red in the bowl. Okay, fine. You know, it, those are the things that we deal with in the industry. I don't know if anybody over here is um, accommodations heavy, meaning you need to just get your ass in the building, make sure they got the proper equipment so you can plug and play if you got a guitarist or whatever and get you some food and drink and that's it. You know, but, I don't, no, no, yeah. I'm going to piggyback on what you're saying. Okay. Also, make sure the accommodations for your sound is there. Do they have a DJ? Are they doing it off of CDs? Is right. it going to be off of a thumb drive? Right. Make sure all that is handled before the event. Is there a sound check? And if there is a sound check, your second half needs to be delivered to you at the sound check. Do not allow them to allow you to get in that building without getting your back in. Right. None of that, come on and rock and I'm going to give it to you. No. If, if they say, if you get your money in the parking lot, you don't get out of no vehicle. Don't let them talk you in the company. Well, come sit in the VIP. No. No. Because they will damage your image when they say, oh, I seen 
I seen these nuts in the club and he ain't even rock. Right. He just left. Because they, they didn't pay me, motherfucker. That's right, why. You're not, you're not going to have the opportunity. <laughs> Say, for instance, you can't wait to get on live and tell these people they didn't pay you. Right. But right, guess right. what? It was two, it was a hundred people in here who already think you just came and rocked. Right. Didn't rock. Right, so right. do not. And I listen, there's a promoter one time. He told me to be at the venue at seven. We got to the venue on time. We sat in that in that sprinter for three hours. And I probably shouldn't have done it, but I was really, really cool with the promoter. And I know he was trying to scrape up my money and we had come too far. Mm-hmm. It was at it was at the point of we can't really go backwards, so we'll just wait. And we was out there eating, playing cards. So it was it was okay, but do not show your face if you got a manager, partner, whoever's with you. They go and as an artist, don't get your money. Have someone else go get your money because people tend to think they can sweet talk the artist. Agreed. So even if they call you. Have someone who represents you call them back because you want to have the loop. Well, not a, not nobody don't know what they're talking about, but just try to let them know because people try to break down the artist because they think they're cutting out the other person. They need to, um, if it's a female, and I'm saying this to all the females. Also. This is going to lead to the next question. I bet you what you're going to okay. say. If it's a female, you need to make sure that you have a male to represent you when you are dealing with promoters and negotiating these that yes. number. Because they 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 will definitely try to shortchange and take advantage of females. So and they and typically they think females are soft and not hard and won't budget, or they'll they can talk them down on a number or, or get them to take partial payment or whatever it is. Like this is throughout the industry. So don't you don't need to do it. You have somebody else call for you. And the males that are over here, if these people don't know who you are, and I know some artists today um, that are famous artists. But they answer the phone and they answer the phone as somebody else and that somebody else is their manager. But it's really them negotiating for themselves. But they, you don't know that, you know, and, and I'll use one an example. OJ, the juice man. You call, you call OJ the manager. That's OJ. That's OJ negotiating for himself. But he don't want you to know that that's him because uh, he don't trust nobody. So he's like, you know what? This, I'm Stanley. How can I help you? You know, and he talked to you and then you get to the venue you know, you looking for Stanley and Stanley's OJ, like give me my money, you know, but hey, that's that's how that's how I go. You know, Stanley but you stayed at the house. Right. Stanley in the car. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna handle it. I got it. We straight, you know, but y'all, you just gotta make sure that you're putting in places, putting in procedures to safeguard yourself. And uh, to piggyback what Vic said, after you get that money, you you really don't want the promoter or anybody else knowing where y'all stay. Um, so wherever you are lodging for the evening, that is on y'all and it is private and confidential. Never, ever, ever let the promoter know where you live because you could be setting yourself up to be robbed, depending on how much the ticket is. So you get that money and y'all go find a hotel that ain't nowhere close to where you are and, and be comfortable. But don't don't let anybody else know where y'all live. Or, for the if, or if they already had the rooms prepared, when you check in, if possible, switch rooms. Absolutely. And don't let, you tell the front end folks, you know, you, you need to switch rooms because there's too many roaches in there. Or the, yeah. You smell Whatever. weed or the, the, the covers will pull back. Whatever excuse it is, if they set your rooms up, switch immediately. This is non-negotiable. For, I'm telling you, this is for your own safety. Make sure you do that. Yeah. All right. Let me ask this last question because we'll be done ran out of time. All right. Gotcha. Um, let me try to find one. 
Okay. Oh, this that's. Oof. I'm trying to find one that's not going to get a long answer. Yeah, I got long answers. Yeah, they, they do. This is this is the last question of the episode. How often should an artist be releasing music videos? For country rap, once a month, at least. That's a short answer. Ain't no, ain't, ain't no way around that. Once a month, yeah. Now, once a month. When you say once a month, how? And I'm adding. This is a two part. I'm adding. Okay. How often should artists go live on social media? Yes. That's tricky because you most everybody over here ain't influencers. Um, you are with your music, but you're not as a person. Like all everybody over here doesn't, got, doesn't have pleasant personalities. You know, and then some of y'all don't really care about being on social media anyway, so you're not going to go live. So I can't give you an answer when you should, when you already don't give a damn about it and ain't trying to. So being in the public eye is what you're trying to do anyway. However often you are comfortable of doing that, do that. Um, whether it's going live or being on social media with your face or uh, showing, if you're not comfortable with that type of stuff, but you're crazy about the uh, performances and doing all that, then record as much behind the scenes stuff as possible, then release that stuff at a later date, just so people can see that you're being active. Going live is just one other element of being active on social media and everybody needs to be as active as possible because an inactive person um, will be idle for the fan and an idle artist is a boring artist for fan and they, they their attention span isn't that long so they would just go on over here to whoever else they see that is being active and now you have lost the fan because you don't rock with social media that much you know that's 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 not a good look all right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we just covered three things. Number one, should you invest in um, playlists? Should you invest your money in playlists on Spotify, iTunes? We just covered um, knowing your worth at the beginning of your uh, show process. Right. Or how much you charge. And we just covered how often you should watch, how often you should release videos. All right, now, this is the start of uh, AMA. Yeah. And Am most I, of it is hashtag fresh out the inbox. So if y'all got any questions, <clears throat> um, we're going to do this at least once a month. At least once a month, right? Yes. Um, well, we will ask your questions and we will let it remain anonymous. That means if you ask a question, you got to watch because we don't know when we're going to ask it. But we will ask your questions and give the most insightful answers we can, hopefully to help push these things along okay okay all right ladies and boys and girls make sure y'all go to countryrapreport.com for all your country rap report needs that's probably an email there if you want to email your questions in um yes. you can email the questions you can um hit us on any um direct messenger whether it's facebook instagram you can yeah. send a message through tiktok however you choose you can do it on spanks stuff my stuff the company stuff. However, we're going to yes. we cover all of that. So, however, you feel like you want to ask your question, get it to us, and we will get it in an episode. Yes. All right, and hopefully these shows will be very, very beneficial. Now, this is something. This is something that I need from you guys, 
and I don't know how much you guys follow independent hip hop. And this is something Spain ain't know I'm gonna say, he probably don't even give a damn. So all the time there are different awards. Right. Different independent award, this independent award, that just from my standpoint, it would be a show of appreciation if when y'all see these awards pop up and it has podcasts of the year or independent show, whatever. We would like to win something. Yeah, I'm okay with that. You know, so I don't care what award it is. Write us in. Podcast of the year, whatever the case may be. Because understand, the bigger the brand gets, the bigger the genre can get. Because everything we're doing is for you guys. We the FUBU show. <laughs> for us, uh, that's right. You know, so for <laughs> you, by us. <laughs> All right, man, look, this is going to be fun. I'm really going to enjoy it because I'm thinking of questions that I'm going to have to get somebody to send in to ask that I, I feel like artists should definitely, definitely ask. Like, But we're going to have to keep them short because we'll be able to make these things five, six hours if we just... We're going to have to keep them to three questions an episode. That's fine. I'm all right with it. Because well, the last question didn't take but two minutes. <laughs> yeah, but those other two questions we could have went on. Right, right, right. You know, because like, you know... It was a second part that caused the artist asked, how does the artist know their worth at the beginning stages? And I don't even think we answered that. Because yeah. I don't know what the answer to that is. The, their worth is the demand. Now, the, we don't know what that ticket price is because that's really going to fluctuate based off of the, 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 the venue. But if the demand is high, then you know you start with your travel and then you add on top of that whatever you feel like you're worth. Now, from a promoter standpoint, understand the promoter got to feel like they can get a return on their investment. Yes. So if you're asking for five hundred dollars, mm-hmm. the promoter then got to ask himself, "Will I make six? Will I yeah. at least make six? If I bring these nuts and he charged five hundred, will I at least make six? Right. Because if I can't, it's pointless. So, but if they're calling you, they see some value. Agreed. And most of them, most of the people over here, you need to be starting with door splits. Like I would, I would start at a bare minimum with door splits. Door splits are dope, very, very dope. The only issue with door splits is you got to have a go getter on your team. You yes. got to have a go. You got to have someone that's willing to be at that venue when that thing opens. Agreed. Agreed. They cannot be hanging back, drinking with you, whatever you're doing. Mm-mm. No, Mm-mm. if that Mm-mm. if doors open at seven. They need to be there, Coach. I don't care. Jesus Christ is the promoter. Right. If he see you ain't there, he might. And, and not only if you're doing a door split, because uh, that's another part that will make this even longer. If you're doing a door split, you need to de- ask who is getting in free. Because so, you're going to be at your person's at the door and their person's at the door. You need to get in free list that they got. Yes. yes. And your person got to be on point. Make them pee, poop, everything prior. Because right. promoters on door splits, they definitely, like, you know, you that, ain't that, 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 That's my cousin them right now. Yeah. You know, they, they good. Let them in. Yeah. Ten of them. All ten of them. I'm like, damn, bro. You know, yes. And and in the door splits, if they're doing VIP or meet and greet, you need them numbers. Because I remember one time I done an event with a guy who was doing an open mic. Mm. And it was a $10 open mic. 
But the guy who I was promoting with had a hundred dollar package. How did how he had that? He was doing pre-sales. And it, I look, I feel embarrassed. Shots out to him. I pulled a pistol on him at the end of the night. <laughs> Run that check, bro. No, because <laughs> what happened, he had sold so many pre-sales. Right. That might it's like me and him got together. He seen the value in what I was doing. I seen the value in what he was doing. But I didn't know, I don't have a problem with the hundred dollar pre-sale. But those people, if they win, they're getting my package. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like right. well, no, yeah. Yeah, I, I pulled that. I had to, I had to, I didn't pull it on him, but I, I had to show it to him. Then I had it on me. Yeah. You strong on it, No, 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 no. I don't feel bad. I don't feel Run bad. That Run that pack, bro. Because Run at the end of, end of the night, I had a hundred, I might have had a hundred people pay 10 bucks. Right. But he had seven people pay a hundred. No, partner. No, partner. We couldn't do that. We couldn't do that. And I feel bad to this day. And me and him are real cool. He he must know it wasn't. He must know I wasn't wrong because we're still friends to this day. He tried me though. Okay. And I, I had no problem with the $100 package. I would have been pushing the $100 package. But don't have me push the $10 package and you pushing the $100 package. Right, right, right. But right. We're, giving, we're giving away the prize that I'm accommodating. You're not even accommodating for any of the prize. I'm eating the expense of the... No, no, no. Everything got to be up front if you're doing a door split. Everything, everything. Because they'll be selling VIP. You're right. You're and they'll right. be like, oh, no, they're on the list. Well, why are they on the list? And where the list? Yeah, where is the list? <laughs> you know, and next thing you know, your artist is in VIP with 12 other people who you looking at like, oh, they got in free. Oh, shit. Mm-mm. I did last name, but be the same at the promoters. Uh, no. No, you have to be very... Very leery, and maybe we're making it too hip hop because hopefully it's not like that on that side, right? But it's a term called janky promoters over here. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. And I'm one, I'm willing to say that this is the music business, and I don't think it differs. I don't think, I don't, I think a janky promoter, I've seen people complain about janky promoters in some of these groups about country rap. Yeah, we've seen them from very famous janky promoters. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Just know, just just try to cover every base you can before you solidify the deal. Because once okay. that your once that name is on there, your name, their name, and look, don't do it out no contract. I don't give a damn if you got to go to Office Max, Office Depot, and and write up something or they make make them send you a contract. I'll give a uh, an example of a contract. I'll see if Heather can drop it, drop the link down in the description of this video. I know I, I got several of those sitting around. I could just X some names out. Because, listen, they'll play you. They will play you, period. If they can get you, listen, I got so many bad stories. I got great stories, but I got bad stories, too. I've been, I've, me and my artists have been left in a hotel. Mm. We got the front end. Cheap-ass promoter. Drove from Memphis, Tennessee to Atlanta to get us. Flyers, bro. They were too cheap. Right. Too cheap to flyers. They drove from Memphis to get us. Right. And drove back. Set us in the hotel. 
and never came and got us back. Oh, he ain't make no money at the venue. No, he made no money. He was depending yeah. on the door. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> and now, did we get a free trip to, to Memphis? Yes, because we didn't give their front end back. Right. But, you know, we had to get home, so we spent majority of the money getting home. That's, that's what happens in the end. That's what we do. Yeah. That's what we do. Now, we enjoyed ourselves because we actually had a good time. It was a nice hotel. You know, everything was straight. We just never got it back in. And they were too embarrassed to come back. You know what? I'm lying on that person. They sent somebody to bring us back home. Okay. They did send somebody to bring us back home the next morning. So we just got to spend the night in Memphis. Uh, And I think at that time, we was like 10 a show. So we got $5,000 to spend the night in Memphis. I don't know if there's too many people over here doing 10 a show, bro. Well, I'm just... Them, them numbers right there. <laughs> them numbers right there are some serious numbers. Right? I don't think there's too many over here doing that, bro. But, you know, just cover all the bases now. My first show, that first show I'll tell you about, mm-hmm. the $500, mm-hmm. a promoter who I'm still cool with to this day. Because this game, man, is just learning experience. I got zero up front. I ain't getting nothing. Nothing, 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 nothing. Came in the club, we in our party and drinking. It's our first show. Yeah, see, had to find his ass after the show. I had to find him, bro. And I thought he was going to get the book. Right. But I just could not allow my, I had these nine guys faith in my hand. I couldn't, bro, between me and you, it, that was a, a prayer answer. Because my heart was not going to allow, I was going to have to pay them. My right. heart, because I done told him, my heart would not have been, it wouldn't allow me to say he screwed me. I got you. But he ducked. And he dodged. And I was probably helping sweep the flow. Yeah, man. We probably get out of mind about six in the morning. Oh, hell no. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. Shouts out to the Castle Blanket, man. <laughs> oh, I remember that spot. Yeah. Shouts <laughs> out to the, that's my very first paid show, Castle Blanket. And wow. that promoter really, I, because I'm sure he thought that we was just gonna rock and go. No man, I got, I, I told him like, bro, I cannot, I cannot tell these guys who I done promised they're gonna get paid. I can't, I can't, I, I can't start it this way. And he paid me, he paid me. Good. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I hope you guys find this very, very educational and entertaining. And I hope you're enlightened, or whatever the case may be. Keep the questions coming, and we're gonna keep the shows coming. Again, visit countryrapreport.com. Everything country rap report related. All right. I look forward to this, man. Yeah, me too, because these are easy episodes for us. <laughs> really easy. Ladies and boys, girls, it's your boy Big XL. It's your dude, Spank. We are the Country Rap Report, man. We'll see y'all next episode. Every awesome. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 10 a.m. New episode. Yes. Come chat with your boys. Peace. Peace. Peace.